Hashem, Lord, Mishnah, Lord, Simon, Lamed, Gimel, Siv, Beis, Shin number 103. And we are discussing the Tikkunei Tefillin Vedin HaRetzuvis. The halachas of the Tefillin and the Retsuis. And the Mechari says here in Sif Beis. Is it, would you like a Sefer? There's one right over here. It's page 112, Sif Beis. Mechari says like this. If the stitches of the Tefillin tore. Nifsiku, it's separated. Says the Rambam. Rambam. Okay, so here's a picture of the stitches they tore. And this this does happen. You'll speak to the Seifram. The, the, and they fix this. This happens. Or oh, if it gets too loose and eventually it tears also, it sags and rips. According to the Rambam, if you have two stitches that ripped right near each other, similar to the previous halacha, where you had two tears in the bottom right near each other, right? That was the previous halacha, Sif Aleph. Or if you have three stitches that rip that are not near each other, okay, so you have either two that are near each other that rip, and this is on page one, two, rather 235 in the or you have three stitches that tear not near each other, says the Mechaber according to the Rambam, Harei Elu Psulim. It's possible. What's the case we're talking about? That's by old tefillin. But by new tefillin, just as long as the titura, the base where the tefillin rests, is intact, even though the stitches are not solidly or they're not solid, they're not stitched at all. Two off or three off, three disconnected. So if it's chadashim, let's clarify. If it's new tefillin, and we have to define how to define new, as we discussed in the previous halach as well. If the titura, if the base is still intact, we're good. Even though there are two, or we'll see maybe even three stitches that are t- that are torn. Ve'elayim chadashim. How do you define chadashim? How do you define nutfil in this regard? Explains the mechaber. And once again, we encourage everyone not to try this at home. Kol she'oichzon oichzen mikzas ha'ar she'nikra tforoi v'toilun boy ha'tfilin v'uchazak v'ena nisak v'im ein roi litloiz boy elohu nisak ha're'elu yishonos. So the test is as follows. How do you know if it's a new pair? How do you know if it's an older pair? So if you, what you do is you pick up the tefillin. And if you can hold the tefillin by the by like the, the tip, you see in the picture over here? It's holding the tefillin at the edge over here. And it picks up, comes up, then it's new. If it falls down, like in this picture over here, and you're left holding, we've all had this in life, and we pick something up and then we end up holding the part that we want, we don't want. The whole thing, the rest of it fell down. Give you another example in the halacha. Sometimes you have a chala. If you pick it up, it's it, it's it's like you know, like falling down, falling apart. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like it's not braided, not tightly connected. So you want to use a shalim for Shabbos. You want to use a complete piece. 
or even during the week, you want to make a bracha on the shalling, complete peace. So, if when you pick up one end, the other end will come with you, it's called shalling. That's that's like one of the defining factors over here. So here, you pick up the tefillin, you're holding it by the edge over there like that, and the whole, it stays intact, that's called chadashim. If it falls, falls apart, that's yishonim. Right, what you're saying is correct. In other words, the, the, we're defining the fact that it falls apart is because of its brittleness. Right. And and uh, and the new tefillin is, is, is stronger. Um, I do want to point out that it doesn't necessarily have to be because of like age. It's like it's very old. It could be it was mistreated. <laughs> the tefillin might have been mistreated. You know what I'm saying? Let's say so, somebody left it in his trunk and it was too hot or... Or you had some some uh, liquid fluid, you know, the washer fluid uh, for your windshield wipers. It spilled, and uh, it doesn't have to be like you know it's uh, 150 years old. But but what we're saying is when something is old like that, by definition, usually it gets more brittle, more more delicate. That's just the way life works. Okay. The Rama adds v'yesh oimim therefore this is the same same approach we had with the with the previous Allah as well where the Ramah said the total opposite that there are those that learn that Chadashim are Psulim and Yishonim are Ksherim so now you have in the Mechaber, he said a total opposite in the Ramah. Therefore, says the Ramah, we should be concerned for both opinions. What does this mean? Let's take a look now at the Mishnah Brura and the bottom in Siv Kotin Yud Beis. We said that if two stitches rip, according to the Rambam, if they're near each other, the Rambam says it's possible. And if there are three, if there are three stitches that rip, so the Rambam says what? The Rambam says even if they're not near each other, it is possible. Says the Mishnah and Sivkat and Yudbeis, Avul Shari Paiskin Pligiyalei. Other Paiskin disagree with the Rambam. Umekilim and they're lenient, but Chol in all scenarios b'shteit firos by two stitches. Over Shloishet firos, but when it two, when you have three stitches, Shenisku that severed, Machmirim that Afilu Tikin b'Makam Ahesek Loi Mahani. That even to fix it where it where it ripped, it's not going to help. The Gnaihu Kishe Nikar Hatikum Mishloisha Mikoimas, Bein the Chadosh and Bein Minishanim. It's like Lachsiv Lispar Mikhodosh. The question's like this: Can you patch it up together? You have you have a stitch. You have you have the the, the, the stitching underneath or on top, and it ripped. If you can patch it up and tie it together, is that going to work? Or add a little, add a little thread and tie it together. Is that going to work? Well, first we want to know if we, if it will be sufficient to just add a little thread and tie it together. Add a little thread. You know, uh, how is he going to do that? I don't know either. It's like tying your shoelaces, and the shoelaces only come uh, yeah. together. You don't have anything to tie. Right, so you're going to add a little, maybe he's adding a little more. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was two shoelaces. One comes here, one comes there. And the rips. What you just said is exactly what the Achroinim is saying. 
all these details we have with the tefillin, so that's why the Achroinim say that to have a patched up tefillin like this is a genai. It's just disgusting to do it like this. So that's what he's saying of exactly even to fix it where it's ripped. However, you're going to fix it, that will leave the professionals. It's not going to work because, like you said, with your stick of gum on your Rolls Royce, it's not going to, it's not going to help. It's a ganai. When you see the ticket in three places, you have to go and, and take out those stitches and re sew anew. In Siv Kotnit Gimel, if you have Siv Kotnit Zushaloikinegadzu, if you have two stitches that are ripped not near each other, Harei'ilopsulim, then when it's, I'm sorry, when it's three stitches not near each other, it's possible. Says the Mishmur on the next page, Afilo Kol Echad Bitsad Acher. Even if you have, of course, four sides of the tefillin, and even though you have one on the, on the right side, one, or, or let's say the, the west side, one on the east side, one on the north side, it's all three different sides. At the end of the day, it's possible. Now, then the Mechaber tells us, however, what's the case we're talking about? That whole discussion was by Yishanim, by old tefillin. But by Chadashim, but by new tefillin, if you have the Moshev Abatim Kayim, if you have the Titura, the base where the tefillin sit, it's intact, it's good, it's strong, so we're saying it's still okay, even if you have the stitches torn like this. Says the Mishnah Ruh, the Hainu Atitura, the Gamba Zed, Dasarama, Kimoya Bahagola El, the Gamba Habatim, Srikum, the Yos Kayamim, Elisha Samach Alamaila. So he's saying, even the Ramah is going to say in the in the in, uh, next line that even by the Batim, it still has to be, the stitches have, still have to be intact. And that's why we're going to be Machmir in both ways, they're going to be possible if the stitches are not intact. Sivkot and Tezvav. The Ramah concludes that both by Yishanim, by Old Tefillin, both by Chadash and Utfilin, we are Machmir, Lahachmir, Machmir, Zilachatchil, Bishteyem, Achbim, Mokim, Shiev, Shalim, Soit Tefillin, Achirim. However, in a case where you cannot find other Tefillin, Uloi Lachzul, Ispoil Tefillin, Elo, and you cannot go back and re stitch and sew the Tefillin, Yesh, this Maich, Alam, Mekilim, Bepsikas, Atfiros, Bain, Machadosh, Bain, Yishonois, or Bain, Bishtei, Tfiros, Bain, Bisholosh. Now, if you don't have the ability to re stitch, we can rely on the lenient opinions that do exist, that whether it's new, whether it's old, whether it's two stitches, or whether it's three, but if you have three stitches that are, are that are cut, that are severed, says the Mishnah, don't make a bracha. Don't make a bracha on them. It's already, even though you can put them on and be yaitz the mitzvah, you can be yaitz the mitzvah, but to go so far to make a bracha, when there are those that say already that the three is ready, not kosher maybe, so then, Bidiyevid, we're going to say you can put them on. That's all you have. What are you supposed to do? But go, far, go so far to make a bracha. Don't do that. Siv Gimel. The Chavi says further, Or Harutsuis. Sarach Shiyu Mi'or Behema Chaya Vo'if Hatahirim. As we learned in the past, when it comes to the Tfilin, the Batim, the Klaf, it has to be made from a kosher animal. Now we're discussing the Ritsuis. The Ritsuas, the straps, have to also be made from a kosher, chaya, behema, chaya, va'oif. It can even make from a chicken, from, a, from fowl, from birds. We don't do that, but it can be done. 
So, so technically speaking, all you need is two tefachim, a tefach, you know, past. It doesn't have to. What we do is, is yeah, all you, we learned, right? Just a little past, like by your shoulders. So uh, you can have a bigger, bigger bird also. It doesn't have to be, a, you know, a pigeon you know, or a small little bird. Okay, it says further, in the Mechaber, it has to be processed, tanned, for the sake of the mitzvah of the Ritzuas, for the tefillin. The Ritzuas, whether it comes from the R, whether it comes from the the skin, the skin of the animal, if it comes from the klaf, are ksheris. Halacha lemoishim misinai shiu haritzuas shchayrois. The ritzuas should be black and mibachutz on the outside. Av mitzad pnim, but on the inside, yasim is it seva shiyetzachutz miadoim. You can make any color you want, except for what? Red. You don't want to make it out of red. Why? Shema yermish midam chatatov nitzbu vehedimu. Because they don't want to say that that red comes from the blood of the animal, from the from the from the actual animal itself. Mm-hmm. So the outside that you and I see should be black. The inside doesn't have to be anything. If you want to make a different color, you could, you're entitled to. But it um but what? But it should not be red. Miu says the Ramah Bidyavid Kosher Imhishir or Habatim it's it's kosher if you uh <coughs> you mashri, you blackened the ora batim, aval ritsuas afilo bidyeved puzzle. But the, the ritsuas bidyeved, oh, you know what I did? I skipped, I went on to the, the sivdalit. Let's hold off in sivdalit. Okay, apologies. That's why you're fine. Uh, let's, let's go back to the Mishra and Sivkot and Tezayin. Okay? We said like this the ritsuas can be made from Chaya, uh, Behema, and Oif. Just as long it's a kosher animal. What can be used for Malachas Shemaim? Only that which is from a kosher animal. What can be used for for, for tefillin? Only that which comes from a kosher animal. It's sarich, it has to be lishma. It has to be processed lishma. And if it's not lishma, it's, it's possible. And even the Raman that we learned in the previous simon, that is leaned by the Batim, he agrees over here that the Ritsuas, the straps, have to be made, have to be processed. Take a look at the Lavush and the Magen Avram for the reason for this. And he brings here in in the dear she brings from the Lavosh, she says the reason is that you need the ibud, the process to be made Lashma, Mishum de Bin Shiu Aritsuas Rakois Lakshiro Ulakricha. That the Ritsuas had to be soft for making the knots and, and the and the binding around your arm. It has to be specifically for the Tsoyh or the Tfilin. Okay. Um, he says further, and the blackening of the tfil, of the ritzus, that also has to be lishma. So the two different things we're talking about here. Number one, we're saying you're taking the animal and processing and making ritzus straps out of it. That's one. 
That has to be made lishma. Number two, after you make it, you have to paint it lishma. The painting also is made for the specific person of the tefillin. Now, so there's a statement of declaration. Yeah. Yes. Verbally. State verbally, like we learned previously, yeah. that, yeah, and then there's all discussion. If you had a machshava in your mind, is that going to work? Now, now I want to tell you, none of us here, if I'm not mistaken, are any safe from in front of us right now. But every single one of us has a responsibility, and as we continue continue to discuss, to make sure our ritzuas are black. And therefore, there are times, as we'll discuss in the next uh, few lines, that over the course of usage, it, it gets a little worn out. And, and there is ink or a marker which can be used and should be used to say first l'shem kedushas tefillin. And that's what we're saying now. You, you, you're doing it. You're doing. You're the one that's doing the Shema. I'm blackening my ritzuas for the kedushas tefillin. And that's what you have to say before you do this. The blackening though is. He says further. What happens if you didn't process it? You didn't tan it l'shema. So it doesn't help to blacken it lishma, because it's intrinsically it's 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 like it's like you garnish a uh, a tray sandwich, make it look so nice. It's, it's not kosher. What's that going to help? Right? How's that going to help? You take a deli that's not kosher and you, and, you, and you put a kosher pickle next to it. What, what does that do? Right? It, it's not kosher. So here you made the ritzuis, and the ritzuis are not are not. Kosher, we call them. It wasn't made lishma. So, but you black your lishma. You made it, make it a dark lishma. That doesn't help. But you suppose you, you buy something and you not, don't know that this was. He says. And then he says that he brings from the the truest bear asik, the hashcharu lishma mahani, that that there's he brings a, another opinion from the bear asik that it will help to blacken it. Agrees to the that it will not help to blacken the ritzuas lishma after you're dealing with the ritzuas that were not made lishma. Oh, yeah. Two different processes, says Rekiv Eger. And this is how the Bari Lacha brings us down as well. That once it was processed incorrectly, that's it. You want to use it for uh, for the reins of the horse? Go for it. But you cannot use it for your tefillin, for your straps. Shchayre says you black. Now, he brings it here from the Sefer Baruch Shomer, which we quoted last time as well. Ba'ayim Baruch Shomer, the mash midvarav the mitzvah la'ashchiron ad sheyu shchayres ko'eriv. That's he black like a what? Like a raven. Black like a raven. On my block, I don't know why, I think I have some ravens on my block. I have these Big black birds. So, yeah, I have these. That, that's a big black like that. Black like that. You know, you have a, a, a sometimes you have a black, a charcoal black, a grayish black. That's not what you want over here. You want a black, almost like a raven, he says here. And if the blackness got dulled out, because it got old. You have to go back and we blacken them. That's what I said each and every once. That's our responsibility. The same way you get a notice on your car, which I have to get my oil, oil change. I'm just telling you, right? I got my notice. It says, you know, the mileage, and then my car says, take care of it, right? 
so too we have to get you know how it's every every you are three months by a car or the x amount of miles right yeah, 5,000 miles right so so too I suggested every few months around the Rosh Chodesh time have a reminder for yourself take a look at your tefillin don't just put it back you know before you put it away I obviously have a by Hallel you have to put it away but but around that time before Rosh Chodesh on Rosh Chodesh after Rosh Chodesh take a look at your tefillin look at the straps look at the places where you tie it the most and that's where many times it needs to be touched up he says himself right over here, and I did this last week. I said, mm-hmm. The Mishruz says himself, and I'm telling you, you look, you'll notice that that's the case. Where you make the knots, where you make the knot on your kesher, shalyad, that's where you're using the most, going back and forth and pulling. And that's where it has to has to be checked very well. Rabbi. My analogy? Okay. Sivkat in chaf. The Mechavir says you have to make sure that it's blackened on the outside where it's facing the next person, not your chest. The hairs of the, on the, when they take the hide of the animal where it's smooth. And if you blacken the inside, it doesn't help. You have to go back and blacken the outside. Then he says here, from the inside, when you black them from the inside, you could technically do any color you want, just make sure it's not red. If you want to dye it, but you're not obligated to dye with any color. Because even though according to the Ramah, you do have to dye it also from the inside, just like the batim. The boxes are black, right. so the Rama says the whole tzua front and back should be black. We do not follow the Rambam in this regard. So we're not going to start discussing now the double-sided black tzuas. Um, there are those poskim who are for it. There are those poskim who are against it. I know I once uh, around 20 years ago I spoke to a soifer. Uh, and he, he told me Yashiv did not go for the double black on both sides. Are the big paiskim? Do. That's not what we're discussing now. Now we're discussing the importance of making sure that the outside is black and especially check the places that get rubbed out on a regular basis because of usage. Also, I'll mention before we stop the share, I'll mention also that you have to check, you should check and make sure to check also by the the shalyad and the shalroish, when you put them in your case, in your bag, and they are touching, they rub against each other. So that friction, the yud sometimes gets rubbed because the yud of the shalyad is what's protruding out a little sometimes, right? And then it, it's hitting the ritzuas of the shalroish. So that's something else to take notice of, as well as underneath the bottom of the, shal, shal, the yud of the shalyad. The bottom also as well, you'll notice sometimes that also gets because you put it on your arm and then you're, you're rubbing it, moving to the right side. You know what I'm saying? All these, that's all the places where you're touching it. And another point, two other parts, is by your fingers. The arm, the seven lines you make around your arm, you just go around and around. That's not getting, it's not getting uh, worn out too much, usually. But by your fingers, you're going around your fingers the three times over here and in your hand and you wrap around underneath by your palm. All of those sections, 
as well as those who it's recommended to wrap your tefillin shalosh, this ritzuis around your belt, so it doesn't go front, back, and back, you know, it stays in a good place, around your belt also. You're, you're using it there. So you also want to make sure you check those, the end of your tefillin shalosh ritzuis, to make sure it is nice and black. And if it's not, you take out the proper marker, the proper paint, and you say, L'shem, Kedusha's tefillin. If you didn't say L'shem Kedusha's tefillin, you can go over that and say L'shem Kedusha's tefillin again and blacken that.